Hi guys, welcome to a new episode of the Soul Check Podcast. My guest is Gatsumi Aliyu. He is a member of the Foursquare Youth Ministry. And in this episode, we discussed on the topic, No Sex Before Marriage, The Challenges and Temptations. Be blessed as you listen. Hey Gatsumi, how for now? How you doing? Mr. Sh- Mr. Sh- it's been a while. You have refused to have me on your podcast since, since the last time. Stop now. <laughs> Stop now. You know you're the busy man. I've been trying to book <laughs> a date with you. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know about that. But I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here to jump into this. All right, bro. How have you been? How has life been? I've and been good. Married uh, life. As you know, yes. As you know, got married uh, yeah. about two months ago. Um, and it's been um, it's been interesting. Uh, my friends call me Manchella, married bachelor, <laughs> because I I got married and my wife is in the UK. In the UK, okay, okay. And how has that been? How's that been? It's been it's been it's been interesting. Uh, it's not it's not been as bad as I as you know some people said it might be. Just because yeah. obviously when when we're dating we're not living together. Yeah. So we got married and it still feels like that. You know, I didn't have a like I didn't like marry her, live together and then she left. So she now left. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. We're sort of just it's like continuing that bachelor and, life. Sort exactly. of exactly. But yeah. knowing that but knowing that you're married. You're married, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Um so this episode being the first for the year is about um sex before marriage no there's basically no sex before marriage and we felt that because we're trying to think of who would be the best person to take this topic and we thought you just um got married and um you obviously would have had to face these challenges and temptations right and it's still very fresh oh, in your right. memory um very. so like you are the you are the best option we have to have this discussion with us um so let, let me let me give a um synopsis like an introduction so that everyone can kind of understand where we are coming from and what we are trying to achieve this episode, right? Okay. As many Christian youths enter and develop into adulthood, marriage becomes a primary and natural goal to be attained. The church, following the preachings and tenets of the Bible, encourages all youth to wait until they are married before having sex. However, this brings challenges and temptations to many young people some of whom may have already had sex and many of whom see it as an impossible feat to achieve. In this discussion, we hope to understand this issue better and to expand on how young Christians can better navigate dating, courting without falling into sin. Right. Um, so Makes sense. my first question is why? Why? Ooh. <laughs> why is god demanding us because i mean sex is an intrinsic part of life and it was created by god right and mm-hmm. why why is why why do you okay. think that is the case uh, okay I'm, I'm i love your last your last sentence your last sentence is why do i think yeah but just a disclaimer right obviously i am not god and i don't know exactly <laughs> why he said that yeah but i can i can share my experiences and i can share why i think uh, he says this okay. so um, obviously, everybody knows this, right? I think sex is a very intimate, or it was planned to be a very intimate and emotional um, activity. Yeah, and it, and it is, and that's the reality, right? Sex is a very intimate and emotional thing, and once you start having sex with somebody, there's a very very strong attraction to that person, okay. and and I think 
God wanted us to be able to keep that attraction and um, and intimacy with one person hmm. um, because God intends for a monogamy, right? He wants one man to be with one woman. Yeah. And he wants every attraction and every force to be with this one person. Yeah. Um, and, and if you think about it this way, right? In our society now, people are having sex with multiple people. Yes. We're also seeing a rate of divorce, a rate of, and yes. I don't want to get married, yes. um, skyrocket. Yes. Um, and that's because we're sharing that quote unquote attraction or that affinity yeah. with so many other people. It makes staying with one person a lot more difficult. So um, from that perspective, I think that was part of God's plan for us to share this one, this one extremely bonding and intimate activity with one person. Yeah. Well, th- thanks for that. But it's hard. Like, it's, it's really hard. And I think, oh. um, yeah, I think that's one thing oh. that a lot of people are suffering from. Um, at this like this day and age and also because there are a lot of all these liberal principles and um this sexual liberation thing happening everywhere that your body your your your, your rules your, your your rights yeah your you know, your, your body's yeah, your fundamental yeah, right you can I do feel, you can do with your body uh, like whatever you want to do with it right and you see lots of pastors trying to rationalize that say that um it's an old testament or it's a very pre-modern it's an old ancient rule right um so okay so i think i, I think i think uh, you know around that in just in general right um so there's, there's different types of people so i, I yeah. i'm guessing people that are going to listen to this are um they're christians right the people that say yes. you know what the word of god is my standard and this is how i'm going to live my life because i know that god knows you know more than me you know yes. he knows the plans he has for me right yeah and for those people i would say this the word of God, ha- you know, stick to that. The word of God is your standard. Mm. And, you know, the Bible even talks about, you know, in, in, towards the end days, people are going to start perversing the word of God and twisting it, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. which, we're, which we're seeing happen. So if the word of God is going to be a standard, let it be your standard. And as you rightly said in the introduction, you know, the Bible says save this for marriage, so do that. Now, in the people in the middle who are, who are contemplating it, right, it's like, you know, is it, um, you know, some people rationalize it like, oh, well, just the same way I lie, sex, um, you know, um, and, and let's call it what it is, fornication or adultery, yeah. is just another sin. Another sin, um, yeah. While, yeah. That is, while that is true, the problem with this type of sin, almost like seen, uh, almost like uh, pornography or, mm. or um, you know, it's it, the problem with this type sort of sin is you can get... I use this term very loosely, but you can get addicted. Not be, you won't become a sex addict, but the moment you sleep with one person, another person, all of a sudden, you know how everybody has a, has boundaries, right? And once you yeah. cross it, you almost can't go back. Mm. Um, sometimes, right? People say that. So what I mean, I say that in sense of, um, yes, it is sin like lying or stealing, but, but you know, the moment you, you you sleep with one person, you sleep with another person, that affinity we talked about with that one person starts to break down. Yeah, um, and getting it back is a lot of work and requires a, a lot of help from the Holy Spirit. So if you're thinking about it, um, I would say, I think that, I think, I think you, there are other things that you can do to have fun and to, you know, to get a high, um, to get a, a rush. Um, not high rush is the word. I'm <laughs> <to say>. uh, <laughs> that, that sex, um, uh, that's what I'll say. And again, I, I'm coming. Obviously, I'm a guy, so I'm coming at this a lot from a man's perspective. Yeah. 
Okay, you said there are other things that can be done. Okay, let me, let me now rephrase it because I was about to ask you what are the other things that can be done. But let me ask it this way. So, okay. the example we are going to be using is that, um, assuming someone, like two people are, for instance, engaged, right? Um, engaged. Okay. Yes, engaged. Or you are very sure that this person you are going to marry, right? Okay. Um, so, what are the other things you can do that can replace that? Because, I mean, you are with someone and the, the, the affinity is there, the emotional thing is there, like you, you, you feel like you want to be, like you want to be more intimate than the way you are, like more, a lot more Absolutely. physically intimate with that person, right? So Absolutely. what are the things you can do that isn't necessarily sex, right? Uh, or is it that every other thing, for instance, like what, I know that this could, this, this particular line you use is used a lot of the times, like, um, how far is too much, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so, how far is too much and um, what are the things you can do? Okay, so let me start what the things you can do. So, the way I, look, the way I see it now, and, and I just got married, I'm two months in, um, I'm no expert, but already I'm starting to understand that it is not sex that's going to sustain your marriage. Yeah. Um, and it really is building a a friendship and a real bond with somebody and yeah. um and i i know this we say this a lot like oh, marry your friend that that but um i mean it in the sense of think of this person as like you, you know like a best of both worlds a best friend that you are attracted to right yeah and before the marriage build and invest time in that best friendship um and you see one of the one of the issues that we're, we're having and it, it's a good thing and a bad thing you know our, in our in our generation we are very we are, we're a lot faster we um we demand results quicker yeah um and that which which allows instant we, gratification the, the, the pro, um, exact well in, but the pros for that is um we build companies faster we, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, we, we, we want results faster, you know, yeah. in, uh, what's it called? Well, InstaSuite took years to build. By the way, it's, you know, worth arguably more in, in a few years. Yeah. So there's pros to that, but the cons of that is we also want our results um, faster. Um, I think being having the best of both worlds, understanding where fast is better and where slow is better, you know, for lack of a better word, like for example, build a company faster, build, experiment faster, et cetera. But when it comes to building relationships, um, if you want it to last, um, it's almost like, um, what's what I'm looking for? It's almost like watching a movie, right? And, and saying, oh, you know, the new Batman movie just could just come out, right? Mm. It's like saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to just go online and watch the last, I want to watch the first 10 minutes and watch the last 10 minutes so I know what happened. Yeah. You're losing everything about the movie, right? The idea is to be able to understand the progression of things, how each character is built. Yeah. Think about that as your dating and your relationship. Um, spend that time to really bond beyond sexual pleasures because you have a whole marriage to explore sexual pleasures. And mm. and let and take the time to enjoy every stage of your marriage. Um, don't rush it. So when you're dating, date. So like now you have no pressure, right? You literally, like I say this for men, the moment you marry your wife, all of a sudden you have more responsibility while you're dating you don't have that responsibility data take her out there's so many restaurants so many things to do in lagos and Buda, yeah. all these things globally do those things go go karting go bungee jumping 
um, like build that rapport, the friendship together, um, you know, um, read a, uh, you know, read a book together, discuss it. There's so many other things um, that, and then when you get married, trust me, <laughs> a lot of those things will start to reduce because now there's money. You have to not really plan your life. You have to find yeah. a house and then you get kids. So let life, so take it in stages, right? When you get married, all of a sudden, everybody, everybody that told you be, be celibate and holy will be saying, where are your children? Yeah, children. So yeah. you, sex, uh, in fact, they, they, can, they can schedule it four <laughs> times a day for you. <laughs> okay, yeah, I like your response, right? But I'm still not satisfied. <laughs> this is why. That, that's fair. <laughs> so the, the answers you've given are quite good. But is they are like the ideal answers. Do you understand? You are okay. taking away the okay. fact that you can you you are physically that attracted conju- to this conju- person. Conju- yes, conju- conju- yes, you are physically yeah. attracted to this person, okay. and there will be times where you be alone with this person. So, what are the Let things you do? Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story, uh, and I'll just I'll be very real here, right? So, um, when uh when when my wife and I started dating. By the way, yeah. so weird to say my wife and I. Uh, <laughs> when we started dating, <laughs> when we started dating, um, I tried to not to say her name for the purposes of this call. <laughs> no, fair enough, fair enough. So, um, when, when we started dating um, about four years ago, or a little over four years ago, I remember, you know, having that the same feeling, bro, heightened emotional, uh, heightened, uh, mm. you know, because you meet somebody and you, you just think they're the most beautiful, awesome, Mm-hmm. Um, she has a banging body, everything. And I remember one day driving to a house in my mind, I said, I am today is the day. Like, you know, I, in my mind, I said, okay, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to hold off. You know, I need somebody I want to marry. That day I said, oh, by all of that is great. I like today is the day I must have the sex. I, I, and I honestly, that is how I felt. And I was driving yeah. to a house with that, you know, and then I got in front of a house and the weirdest thing happened to me. Mm. And, and I felt a very strong, speaking to me and god and whatever it was that i think it was god uh, i'm pretty sure it was said don't get to me don't have sex with chinomso mm. and it was it was clear as day mm. i've only had that happen to me a few times in my entire life sure okay so at that moment i was freaking out so i called one of my best friends and i said hey you know it was a girl i wanted to get a perspective i was like hey you mean this is um I was in front, in front of Chinoso's house. I, was, I said her name now. God, and I was, you know, this was my plan. And God literally said, don't have sex with Chinoso. And she was like, are you mad? Why? So why are you calling me? I was like, yeah, I wanted to know. Should I still go ahead? <laughs> she said, are you crazy? <laughs> said, God. Or like, God. Or Lord, God, God, God said, in heaven. Big God. Exactly. Like, give, not even a chapter in the Bible. He told you don't do this. And you are calling me to ask if I should still go ahead. <laughs> And you know she made that she made that very vivid to me. That, look, yeah. there's a re- God Himself intervening in this situation. He knew what you do and said, "Don't." Mm. Are you still considering it? Um, and that was the moment. So I walked into the house and I told her my experience. And she, you know, what she told me, she was she was like, "I'm so happy you said this because me, I was not going to have sex with you anyways." And I was just mm. looking for a chance to be able to tell you that, look, we have to be, you know, do this thing without sex. Mm. And it really helped because I was aligned. I'd get from God, and she was aligned. Yeah, her yeah, values. Yeah. At that and point, you start knowing that things are meant to align. I think I'm, this is the kind of this is the, the person I'm meant to be with. Is, the crazy thing is, even though we're both aligned, there were so many times in our in our relationship where the, the urge would overwhelm one of us. Yeah. 
and the other person will be the one to say, okay, babe, you know, we talked about this. We talked about um, this, yeah. We have to hold strong because we are, we are going somewhere else, you know? So the first thing I was saying, honestly, is it will happen. You will, you will hit you. Mm. The first, the first trick you enter is if you are say, okay, me, I'm, I will stay celibate, and your partner is like, eh, well, we'll see how it goes. You will have sex mm. because the day you are weak, your partner will be waiting for that opportunity, and you will so have sex. So the foundation has so, to be set from the on, like the onset, like from you, the onset. Yeah, and both of you have to be because it's not easy. Both of you have to be willing. Both of you have to want this, and both of you have to feel a stronger sense of self. Hmm. I, you know, I was like, I can't, God has di- given me direct mandates, you know, even with that, you know, it was still, so both of you have to understand that and say that because it's tough, bro. It's tough. You're with this person for four years or two years, one year, whatever. Yeah, bro, you tried the four center years. of your world. Yeah. They're the center of your world. And, um, and you just can't have sex with them. And, and like you said, the question that becomes, what is too much, right? Can hmm. you kiss? Yes. See, yeah, I, no, 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 I'm not saying I'm not answering for you, but I'm just saying yes. Yeah, like, that's no, no, question. I'm just saying yeah. the way I, the way I think about it is, look, um, me, my own rule was got to me don't have sex, right? Sex was uh, vaginal sex, oral sex, a, uh, every other sex, right? Don't yeah. cross that line. Now, I mean, I kissed, right? But even when I was kissing, I knew, like, I could tell when. Every yes. part of my body wanted to have sex, and I was yes, play, I, I was much. probably playing with fire, right? Yeah. But I, but to me, it was like that. I can't go from absolute like handshakes, high five to uh, that was too much for me. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, mm-hmm. we'll kiss. But again, we defined it very clearly. No clothes were coming off. Um, nothing like oh, let me just feel you out. We defined that clearly. So even once the worst ones will kiss, my arms start. Until we don't remove our mouth. First, this is the we say we will not cross the line. Yeah, and most of the time, you know, guys, eh, we are we are we are more cordial than girls. We are yeah, women, yeah, you know? yeah. So, it, it as a man, it, it really helps for the woman to be the one to set the standard. But if you are a man and you are able to set the standard, even better because we have our sex drive is higher than women. It's mm-hmm, a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so you also have to understand that about yourself. Hmm. Thank, thank you so much for that deep dive. Have I, have I given? Yes, because I, I was. Given, what I wanted to ask was, if you hadn't given me all these examples, I would have asked you, okay, what what practical steps did you take? But thanks, thanks for going deep into that. Um, okay, so for you, you guys had not, um, you guys set that standard, right? Like, yes. from time, from right? the get go. Yeah, from the get go. Um, but what if two people, unbelievers, right, um, didn't know that, didn't know this and they had sex and, um, cause someone asked this question to unbelievers, they didn't mm-hmm. know about this, they had sex and they became, they, they now become believers. Um, like what happens to them? Like okay, someone asked, so, someone asked um, this. Okay. So I'll tell my own, I'll tell my own story, right? Before Trump, so I, I, I had, I had, I had sex. I yeah. wasn't a virgin going into our, our relationship. Obviously, when we started dating, when I went four years without having sex, and um, let me tell you, if, I, if anybody's out there, please clap for me. That's a big deal. Um, I beg you, going from <laughs> going from sex to now, you know, four years uh, not having sex. Yeah. Um, so I'll tell you, yeah, you know, absolutely, you have committed sin, and um, your sin is not worse or better than anybody else's. It's just sin, 
not just it is sin and the bible says that you know if you if, if, you, if you if you confess your sin it's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness mm. so the first thing is to ask for that forgiveness right and let god cleanse you let him cleanse you let him you know renew your heart one of the things is you don't want to feel guilty about something you've done that christ has already died for yeah. right that's the, one of the biggest tricks of the devil so god you've asked for forgiveness hence why you're asking this question part two now becomes okay you have tasted the the uh, in fact, let me tell you a story. When I was in when I was A levels, um, uh, I was a virgin, please, oh, um, but my friend <laughs> who wasn't, um, so I was asking him about sex, and this is what he told me. He said, uh, he lives, if I, but he's still my friend till today, he lives in Lagos. Uh, if you ever if you listen to this, you'll know it's him. <laughs> so I was like, bro, like, you know, this this sex thing, how was it like? This was his analogy. He said, um, you know, imagine your whole life, all you have eaten is about. And about and you'll be fine with that. Like you know, it's 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 good. It gets you through the day <laughs> once in a while too with a nice soup. And then one day you'd now taste shower mouth. It is very difficult to go back to only ever after you've tasted shower <laughs> That is what he said. And he he was literally advising me not to have sex. He said, Bro, just leave the shower mouth when it's time for shower Um and, uh, and and that's the analogy here. You know, you you tasted the shawarma. How is it easy to go back to about? It's not. But mm. do you uh, you know should you? <laughs> probably yes. Uh, not probably definitely yes. Yeah. So for for those people, it was kind of like me. I had had sex before. I entered this relationship, and for me, I, what happened was I told myself the moment I started dating dating terms, so I knew that this was who I wanted to be with. Yeah. And um, and I was willing to. Um, improve myself um, to her to her standards. Um, when I started dating her, I was, you know, everything about me, my job, my my Christian life, um, and obviously um, sex and all these things. So I, yeah. I, I told myself, you know, if I if I want to be quote unquote worthy of this woman, I need to I need to, I need to improve myself. And like I, I already explained earlier in the podcast that I went there to have sex, and then obviously God also intervened. Mm-hmm. So for me, the question that became, if this is the standard, right? Um, do I do I want to be with her enough to and do I also value the word of God? You know, at that point too now, I was working on my own relationship with God very deeply and I, I started to understand why that was really important for God. Um because because think about it this way, right? Imagine imagine um you, you imagine you've been having sex, right, with the person you're supposed to be or you know, you're engaged to. Yeah. And then you get into, you get into the marriage, right? What are the how? What really changes? Um, yeah, obviously, you know, it's a very you know what. Share, can I be real for a second? Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. This okay. is a safe space. So, okay. So one time, I asked myself something very interesting. I was like, when a man, uh, I asked myself recently, when a, a man gets married, and you know, I'm going to just remove, like, I'm just going to put my thoughts right. What are the benefits of getting married for a man? <laughs> for me, just for me, pure early perspective yeah. had the benefit. I was like, ah. all of a sudden, you are, you are taking more responsibility. Mm-hmm. You are you are you are now responsible for your wife, your your, your kids who will come. All your liberties and your freedom to just behave anyhow are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and obviously that's a very you know that's a very huge way of yeah. thinking about things yeah. exactly. But but that's how an unbelievable will think, right? So even forget Christianity for a second, right? Obviously, you can't forget it, but just in. If if you be having sex with this person, women, how far? What's the incentive for him to marry you? 
Mm. Men, sir, what would change for you? You said you just be like, oh, okay, we'll be having sex. Uh, yeah. Do I really want to propose the, the, now? This this perspective, you just this thing you just mentioned, I, I was going there, but but continue. Yeah, it shows that we are both. Yeah, so, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. So you just ask yourself, you know. So there's some things that um you also want to graduate into, right? It's like you know you want to uh, dating was college. I want to graduate into my marriage where we're having sex, where we're safe, where we're living together, where we're planning together. Um, so that's another thing that I would say about about that. Mm. okay so my 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 last question now is um what if the person you are dating doesn't want to wait so what how would you date date, date somebody else date someone else Mm, fair enough that's pretty straightforward so there is no trying to convince the person trying to pray for the person no 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 so 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 there is there is there is um what i mean i thought you'd, you'd done all that no no so i think there is i think um I think you should, at the very beginning of your relationship, you should you should um, s- set your um, state your expectations. Um, and when I say expectation, I'm talking about the word of God. I'm not talking about Birkin bags and um, <laughs> I'm talking about um, the word of God. Yeah. And in terms of alt, I don't believe that people in relationship should have or set ultimatums. Um, but I think that as a Christian, the only ultimatum that's allowed is I follow the word of God. And this this one will never change. Mm. Now, um, are you are you ask um, are you is are you, am I dating somebody who is saying you know what? Um, I also aspire to to where you're at or to that. Uh, I'm just not there right now, but I'm really aspiring to that. Absolutely, um, I think you know it, it might be worth it. But be very careful between um, that and a guy who or a girl who is like. She just using those words so that you continue dating. You know, everybody in, there, in your heart of heart, you know what you know what the case is. Mm. Um, but the moment you realize, or you know, or you've accepted that this person is not um, those that that's not the priority for that person. Even if they're kind, they're good, but the word of God is not a priority for them. I think you should date somebody else. Thanks, thanks for that for clearing for clarifying that. Um, so for me, yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. Though all what you've said, and as a Christian, of course, I think this should be like one of the fundamental things you should um, you should believe in. Like, aside the um, the fundamental tenets of faith, also should believe that um, premarital sex and is seen as fornication, right? And adultery itself is bad, mm-hmm. right? These are sins; mm-hmm. it's non-negotiable, mm-hmm. right? Um, so when I was a lot younger, I used to ask, and I, I think you know this about me because I'm very inquisitive and. I would always ask why, why, why is it like God created this thing, right? What's the reason? She said, should we just believe this based on faith? Um, he, he has said this and I'll just take it as yeah and amen. And you know that for me, I always go forth, I try to go further. Like why? That's, yeah, that's difficult for you to accept. Yes. Yeah, it's difficult for me to accept. There's a reason as to why that is. Um, and it was until recently I found out that there are some things God and Apart from this issue of sex and other issues too, mm-hmm. maybe I think I've mentioned to you before, something like that, that there are some things God says or there are some things God has said thousands of years back, like during the times of um, the Israelites, that don't seem to make sense, but they still do that, do, do those things nonetheless. And over time, mm-hmm. right, you start to see that these things are actually objectively true, right? So. Yep. Like, there are two kinds of truth, the way I see it, right? Metaphorical truth and literal objective truth. Like, literal objective truth is 
you know that red is red when you see an apple an apple is either red or green all the apples you've seen right mm-hmm. um those are like mm-hmm. objective truth things, things that you can they are verifiable through experiments you can see them and there's metaphorical truth um don't go there if you go there you will die i mean like it's not really objective but it's like is a truth that if you if you abide by you'd you would go far in life, something like that. Yeah. Right. So your yeah. entire life is going to go well if you believe mm-hmm. in those truths. Give unto you. Exactly. Those, those are metaphorical truths, right? Um, so there are some times where um, those metaphorical truths and literal truths actually touch. They, they they come together, and that was I had that moment when I when I found this that God telling us not to have sex with people, right? Before before marriage right is even using it to save ourselves using it to save the civil save civilization basically save the society so you mentioned something yes. that you mentioned something that um you were um you were thinking that what is in it for men what what is in it for mar- uh, as in marriage what is in it for men do you understand that like the way mm-hmm. um, unbelievers would think right i mean yes. you can have if you're already having sex with your wife and having sex with other people why should you even be committed to one person that is the exact reason yes. why god wants us to not have sex until yes. after marriage right because that is what will make you committed do you understand so if, they, part, if the I'm rule is there if the rule is there that you shall not get laid until you are married to someone, right? You see people, yes, people, <laughs> when you marry, yeah, and not just, and you, it's not, it's not only that you have to marry someone, you have to be responsible you to yourself yes. before yes. you get married. Because of, of course, in, in the Bible, it says like a man will go to a woman's, like she will ask hand in marriage and ask for permission from her parents, right? From her own people, right? So they will vet you to see mm-hmm. that you are not an asshole. Right mm-hmm. before you actually have the you actually have the go ahead to marry her and then Absolutely. have sex with her. It so would, it's not it's it not make people less re- irresponsible. Exactly, it would make people strive to be. Ex- I agree. And exactly, so, you know, and you're absolutely right, Shay. If you add if you add another layer to that, if you think about things like uh, STDs or STIs, yes, uh-huh. I was also going to mention that. So you also right. you know you now have you now have more responsible people more responsible men that would try and not try to try try to not do anything that would that would remove them from being able to get laid or like have sex do you understand you also have less broken homes from less broken homes leaving their homes yes you have less disease less stds Mm -hmm. do you understand you're saving yourself Mm -hmm. physically and mentally Mm -hmm. also do you understand Mm -hmm. and then then also the fact the very fact that you have waited all your lives all your life for this you have you've paid the bride price you've paid the price basically to be with this one person like you have no choice but to be committed to this person right um yes, and yes, um yes, yes. as opposed opposed to opposed to a, a society where a man can just sleep with at as many as like three or five i mean like a man can a man can impregnate an entire village do you understand? <laughs> no, Do you see, get... Shay, Shay, no, let me let me tell you something else someone told me recently that that I got me thinking. He said, and I don't know if you know if this is a good I mean it's a good thing, or it's a funny way he represented it. He said, if you if you only had sex with one person your you know your whole life, or at least in a in a long span of time, right? Let's say you did you have sex before then you stopped and then now it's one person, you typically don't have anything else to compare it to. 
yes. so you are more grateful. Yes. You are more like satisfied. Is the yeah. But he said, look, if you let's say you're sleeping with people who have been sleeping with a lot of people, so that you start comparing. You start comparing. 20. Yeah. Well, exactly. First of all, that person you've been sleeping with, people with twenty people has more, so much experience and has mm. learned so many things. When they have sex with you, they are now doing some funky things that I don't know if it's normal. <laughs> then you're now, you now have these expectations on your wife, who has, your wife, or your husband, yeah. who has been, you know, keeping himself for you and only knows one missionary. And you're like, oh, you're not, you know, oh, you're watching pornography and you're seeing them do things that are unrealistic. Unrealistic. And then yeah. you're not coming home and, you know, and then you're trying to. So you, you're absolutely right. I think um, God understood um, as he does all things. Um, and that's why he gave us this commandment. Yeah. Um, to keep us, to keep our families, and to keep our societies um, functioning properly. Functioning, yeah, yeah. That that's that's very I, true. I, I, and and also before before we go, I want to um, state some some myths, some myths, right? There's yeah. this myth going on that okay, when you sexual about sexual compatibility, that um, you try to have sex with someone you you are sure that you're no going sense. to marry, um, so that you will know no if sense. you are sexually compatible. It's a lie from the pit of hell. So please. For people listening, do not fall prey to this. Um, and, and, also- and, and the reason is, the reason is, the reason is, um, there's no such thing as sexual compatibility. Yeah. Um, just like everything in life, and this is another myth that people need to know. You work at everything in life. You work at um, at um, at uh, normal communication. You yeah. also work at sexual. You know, you speak to your partner, tell them what you want, try things. Um, and arrive at that. Mm. There's no only somebody who has been sleeping with other people and can tell you do things that you think might be good in that moment. Mm. But understand that sex is not about that moment. It's not a oh um, we had sex three or four times and it was really great. Therefore, marry this person. It's nonsense. Mm. 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 So um, I'll before we leave, I would also mention these five things. Um, just uh, these are arguments for premarital sexual abstinence. Um, based on the goodness of God. First, abstinence before marriage enhances personal and marital health. We've talked about that. Um, yeah. Abstinence before marriage increases the likelihood of being respected and treated with dignity. Respected in says that you know you are with someone that she has kept herself or herself all through their lives, like in spite of the temptations. You would give them a, that this this yeah, person and, has been able to keep themselves and like they are principled. This- Yep, and you also feel like while you're in that relationship, you can trust this person yes. to continue to only have sex with you. With There's you. nothing yeah. worse than feeling like I'm married to somebody, but I'm not sure if they're sleeping with other people. Other Imagine people. walking into a room mm. and people that your partner has slept with are there. How would you feel? You know, so that that's yeah. also part of it. I think that that ties to this third point. Abstinence before marriage helps one develop self-control and character yes. necessary for a healthy marriage. Um, yes. The fourth is abstinence before marriage guarantees that one will not have to deal with an unplanned pregnancy. Um, For sure. <laughs> abstinence before marriage eliminates the threat of contracting STDs. Yeah. So so that's, that's that. And also there's this trend that um, there was this research that was carried out, I think, a couple of years back. They found out that women with 10 or more partners... It was done by the National Survey of Family Growth in the U.S. Um, so it's not a small survey. It's a like, pretty big survey. Um, it said women with 10 or more partners were the most likely to divorce, right? Like 10 or more previous partners before marrying, right? Um, women with three to nine partners um, were, were more likely to be divorced than women with two partners and Women with zero to one partners were the least likely to divorce. So you can see that there is a, there's a trend. The more previous partners, like, 
when I mean partners, I mean partners and like sexually active with those partners, right? Um, mm. the, the likelihood of, of getting divorced, of getting divorced in that your marriage keeps, it keeps going high as you. Shere, are you, are you encouraging your listeners to ask their partners how many partners they've had to make decisions of marriage? I plead the fifth. I'm not, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell people what I want not to do. I think that's why you have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit to tell you <laughs> if you should ask. He's the Holy Spirit. He's the Holy Spirit. Four years ago, when I was going to to do to have sex, and I, and I stayed <laughs> stayed strong. So please ask the Holy Spirit for help. And the last ask, thing I would say, um, yeah, and this I think is the most profound thing I would say is, it is inc- it is almost impossible to set a personal goal that you will not sleep with anybody. Mm. Um, just like everything in the Bible, when God asks you to do something, command something of you, mm. he has made available the Holy Spirit. Um, mm. Tap into the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. It's not just something I pray for at some point. When you're weak, the Bible says he's, he's strong. Um, and and me, believe that because it is true. Um, mm. Ask for mm. help mm. and the Holy Spirit will help you and he will guide you. Um, and continue to pray and trust God about it. Uh, and mm. I say that because that's what I do. And I truly, truly believe that that's what has helped me or helped me up, um, for those four years. Mm. Thank you. Thank you so much, Katsumi, for taking out your time to do this with us and um, for diving deep into your personal life to an extent. And I Please really, really, I really appreciate my, that. Uh, Don't worry. Shama and what? What else do you want? Uh, Afanta. Okay, I'll send it. An iced tea, I'll send you like a pack of iced tea. And an iced tea, man, man, man. This is why I come (laughs) on your podcast, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, everyone that's listened, um, for listening to the very end. Thank you and God bless. Thanks, guys, for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you are listening. And also don't forget to share and leave a comment on our Twitter page at the Soul Check Pod an Instagram page at the soul check pod underscore telling us how much you enjoyed it and what you think of the episode. Again, thank you for listening and goodbye.